live for another great edition of GSU Panther Zone. Impact Media's weekly jump into the world of the Georgia State Panthers football team. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome into the show. As always, if you would like to contact the show, question, comment, suggestion, uh, if you just want to follow us, subscribe, things like that, you can find us anywhere you get a podcast, whether that is Podcast One, Spotify, iTunes Store, any of those fun places. If there is a place that you normally get a podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know, and we will gladly uh, make sure that we can remedy that. If you would like to email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number three, followed by E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. We do reply to every message you guys send. Also, if you want to look for us on Facebook, you can find us at GSU Panther Zone, um, Jeremy York, Impact Media, any of that should find us. If you want to just find the show links on Twitter, it is at Team Impact Media. If you want, if you're so inclined to want to get more than the links and maybe follow my random adventures uh, at the Impact 99 on Triller, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Welcome in. Tons of good stuff to talk about. We have um, a lot of um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, Georgia State uh, went to South Carolina to face the Gamecocks. Did not end up in our favor, 35 to 14. Um, 14 of those points were two blocked punts that were returned for touchdowns. Um, another six of those points are from a kicker making his debut who had a 50 and 53 yard field goal for South Carolina. Uh, incredible. If you're going to make your debut, that is a way to do it. And, um, you know, it is what it is at that point. Um, We are going to hear from a coach here shortly. That is one thing I told you guys about the show. We're going to have a lot of um, comments and things like that. And, uh, in fact, I'm going to cue it up right now that uh, here is Coach Elliott's opening statement at the postgame press conference following the South Carolina game. Yeah, obviously uh, a disappointing opening contest. Uh, you know, we as a football team and a coaching staff came in here prepared to win and uh, and to fight and to play extremely hard and uh, and come out on the on the opposite end of what we did. Um, you know, we we've got some areas that were exploited tonight. I think everyone saw that. I think, you know, when you look at us offensively and defensively, um, yeah, it, it's hard for me to really say. But I, I thought we played toe to toe with them. Uh, in those two areas, I really did. Uh, didn't feel like our, our team was intimidated uh, in that aspect, offensively or defensively. And uh, we went out there and moved the football. We defended pretty well and uh, and made the stops. And we had opportunities to win that game in those two phases. Ultimately, when you look at uh, what we did there in our special teams, we, we started off, of course, with a, with a, a fake field goal and, uh, and gave them the opportunity with a first down right there. That was critical. Uh, we had... Not one, but two block punts for touchdowns, which is unacceptable. 
uh, a block punt for a touchdown. A block punt in general is just unacceptable. Um, so, so those right there, uh, three plays. I mean, and, and it was a it was a culmination of of, of everything. But of course, that was uh, probably the difference. It was probably the difference. And now here, of course, is uh, Coach Elliott on the uh, running backs and their performance for the game. Let me just tell you, Marcus Carroll is a special, talented back. Uh, Jam, special, talented back. Tucker, special, talented back. We got other backs that are really, really good, too. Uh, Marcus Carroll is going to be a phenomenal player for us. You know, uh, you know, if you notice, we were a lot of two-back sets because I think those are the, uh, the, the personnel groupings that give us the best uh, opportunity to get our best players on the field. Um, but to have Marcus, to have a guy like Jim, have a guy like Tucker, and you're going to see other backs here emerge too. Um, they're all going to play a huge role. Marcus is a guy that's – I mean, he's as good as anybody. I mean, he is. He, he could equally be our starter, uh, just like Tuck, just like Jam. Shoot, they all could. So uh, I'm thrilled to death for him. He's going to have a great season. He's going to be a big, big influence on our offensive system, uh, and I'm very proud of him because when you're back and uh, – you know, you're one of three backs, and we only got one football. You know, you, you, it's hard. It's hard. But we've got an unselfish football team, and that's a really good thing. Definitely fantastic to have a three-headed attack with uh, Jam Williams, uh, Carroll, even Granger, you say a four-headed attack, and, uh, and Tucker Craig, of course. Now let's hear from Coach Elliott as he talks about the GSU pass rush. From the game. I was I was pleased with the pass rush. I wasn't pleased with the contain. Um, we have to contain that uh, the, the quarterback, and he hurt us on some on some out of the pocket throws that we flushed, and we didn't have containment on him, and, and picked up some first downs. So, but I was pleased with how we got after him, and um, you know, like I said, I just like what had a, to have had a little bit more contain in in our pass rush. This defense has been something they've been able to hang their hats on. And uh, th this this week it was it was no different. In talking about the defense, uh, Blake Carroll had a sack. Fabian White had one. It seemed like uh, McCollum and Dennis shared one. It seemed seven tackles for a loss, and it seemed like they were getting a lot of pressure with the DBs coming off the the edge. It seemed like that was just a, a good scheme look. I did ask Coach about that. I don't have that clip. Uh, didn't didn't use that one for the show, but other than that, um, he said it was scheme related. It was not necessarily something they were going to do every week unless it called for it. But uh, it was definitely good to see a solid pass rush, and they were giving it to South Carolina. Definitely giving it to South Carolina. Um, now let's hear from Coach Elliott on teams going away from. Uh, the strengths and the way I, this was a question I asked, I said with the success of Ant Lane and we know how good he is, um, is that what helps Quavian White have uh, a good day because they're going to go away from Ant Lane and it's going to um, give more opportunities to Quavian White as they target him? Uh, you know what? Uh, I certainly do. I mean, uh, you know, the stronger the areas that you have, the, they're, they're going to try to look for other areas, of course. 
Uh, I think we're pretty strong all the way across the board. That's a that's a really good thing for us. Uh, we have an opportunity to be really good defensively. I think we are really good defensively. We got really good defensive coaches. And you know that's that's something for sure is that if you do something really well, then other teams are going to either go at it or go away from it. A lot of times they go away from it. And uh, Quaven White's a fantastic player. I think him and Atlanta right there uh, with their overall skills and everything. And hey, if if you're going if you're targeting one to stay away from the other, I, I think. It's it's hard to have to pick one. It's it's a rock or a hard place, definitely with that. And then speaking of Quavian White, this is what Coach Elliott uh, had to say on his performance on the night. He's a senior. He's a leader for us, and uh, comes steps up big. Uh, you know, it's just awesome to see. And I and there's a lot of positives that we're going to gain from this experience. Uh, you know, I thought the environment out there was what was uh, really good and I thought we handled it uh, uh some of the things that I saw out there we got a little chippy at times and of course you know when you want to play win and that happens but uh you know Quay did a marvelous job and I, we're all going to get better uh, just kind of regroup just definitely definitely uh he had a, a fantastic night for uh for those who don't know uh Quavian had a sack he had two tackles for a loss he also had two interceptions he had uh, five total tackles as well. Um, if, if you could say an MVP from the night, it, it definitely had to be uh, Quavian, who, who is a spectacular guy. Uh, we did, because it was a away game and because they were trying to uh, get the buses loaded, things like that, we only got the opportunity to talk to Coach Elliott, which was fine. We have no problem with that. Um, he, he's a fantastic uh, guy to talk to anyway, even in, in, uh, in a loss. But, yeah, this game come down to uh, the pass game was not amazing. The run game was was okay. Uh, we did get 200 total yards between four people with Jam having 76, 57 for Carroll. Uh, Darren had 43, and Tucker Gregg had 24. Uh, they did get one rushing touchdown at West Granger. We found himself in, but Darren was 7 for 29. For 111 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That is not good at all. That, uh, it's not atrocious. It's not wretched. Uh, it's just not good. These things he can improve on. This is one of the worst passing days I think he has had at Georgia State Panther, uh, which is the only time I can really speak to it. Uh, it seemed like the only guy he could really find and try to target, including a, a 44 yard play was uh, uh, Jamari Thrash. It just seemed like he, he couldn't couldn't quite pull the trigger when he needed to and, and get it to the people he needed to there. Um, now, the, the, the block punts. This is something Coach talked about as well. Both of them come down to a missed assignment. You know, it's, it's easy to do. Look, Georgia Tech had a similar night. They gave up 14 points based on block punts as well as they face Clemson. What happened with them? Blocked assignment. It gets blocked. Now, instead of it getting returned on that, it usually took Clemson a couple more plays afterwards. But kind of weird that Georgia State and Georgia Tech, who are a couple streets apart as far as their actual schools are lo located in downtown Atlanta, they had very similar nights. They both gave up 14 points to block punt-related activities. Um, 
just missed assignments. It's, you know, blocking left instead of right. It's blocking up instead of down. It's, it's uh, maybe knowing that you could shed one guy to try to catch the other guy or skip the first guy. To get. It, it's, you know, it's, it's all kinds of different things. Um, it's things you can easily clean up. It's things I believe they're going to clean up, and uh, we're going to be able to see those things uh, going forward. I said the defense, once again, uh, somebody in one of the groups on Facebook I'm in, one of the Georgia State ones, um, said, how would you grade the team's performance? And I said, I give them a C. And here's why I give them a C. I give the, um, I give the offense a C. I give special teams a D. It, it, it adds problems. Even, even the field goal unit was having issues. Um, maybe first game jitters, I don't know. And I gave the defense a B. And uh, that averages out to a C, of course. But that that's the way I saw it. And it was a lot of good things. Ant Lane and uh, Vinzial were the big tackle monsters on the night. I told you about uh, Carroll, who was a big tackle monster as well, on top of the stack. Uh, Hunter was getting in there. One guy who was, I'm not going to say he was quiet because he was making plays. He just didn't make the stat sheet a lot was uh, Jamil Muhammad. And what is fascinating about this guy is that he used to be on the depth chart as a quarterback. He transferred to this school as a quarterback. And uh, they, you know, he was buried on the depth chart. They gave him the opportunity to uh, try a different position. And uh, he has become an outstanding linebacker. And as a former quarterback, he knows a lot of the things he needs to uh, needs to look out for because he's like, well, as a quarterback, here's the the emphasis of this. So as a defender, here's the things that I need to do in order to counter that. And uh, I think it's it's only a matter of time before we see uh, Vinzial and Blake Carroll and Jamil Muhammad uh, just lighting. Terrence Dixon, those guys are just going to be lighting up uh, Gord, all those guys, lighting up the uh, stat sheet. But it's about more of the stat sheet. They're going to light up the other team. Um, as I said, 35-14. to 14, It was uh, Granger to Lewis. A lot of people don't know about Robert Lewis because uh, the sophomore out of Covington. Fantastic city. I pass it quite a bit. Uh, relatively new to being on the field. And uh, he had one catch for 17 yards and the lone touchdown, and then Granger ran for the other. Definitely some things they're going to need to work on this week. I know it's things they are uh, trying to work on. But uh, overall, I, I didn't mind. I, I think the offense can pick it up, and you can clean up a couple of the, uh, the mental mistakes on special teams. I very much liked a lot of, uh, even Coach Elliott said, I very much liked, there wasn't a lot of people out of position. There wasn't a lot of just just colossal, just damaging things that happen. It's just little small things that, um, that like I said, are easy to clean up. They did lose, but I, I think if they played that game again, it, it would not only be a lot closer, there's potential. They were leading. I mean, they were, they were ahead. For a good while, they, or they were staying with them. They were. This game didn't get out of hand until uh, the second block punt, basically, and then that's when things just started to go off the rails. But feel good. 
about where Georgia State is. They do have the game, the uh, the home opener against North Carolina this weekend. Uh, noon kickoff on ESPNU. North Carolina is only favored by seven points, but uh, this this should be a fun one. And we will talk more about it when we come back from a break where we are going to tell you about our good friends at BetOnline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline where the game starts. And welcome back to GSU Panther Zone. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Make sure to go visit our friends at betonline.net. They not only just have the, the odds and wagering opportunities available, they also have articles and podcasts and experts and all kinds of, um, all kinds of tools and, and skill-related work that they've already put in that uh, they save you the time. So definitely go check out betonline.net. They are they are fantastic. We enjoy talking about them. Now, on the other side of the break, I told you that uh, North Carolina is the game coming up this weekend. Uh, that Georgia State is is hosting this the first time they are hosting a Power Five school at home. A lot of times they're home at home, so this is the first time that they get a Power Five school in North Carolina. North Carolina comes in at two. And uh, here's what they've done. They we'll get into the thriller last week, which which could bode well for for the Panthers this week. Uh, they faced FAMU, which is uh, Florida A and M, in Week Zero, where they won 56 to 24. Uh, I believe they're an FCS school. It could be wrong. Uh, scoring 56 points, not a bad thing. Giving up 24, okay. Tells me a little bit about your defense. Last week, they also picked up the victory in a absolute um, thriller where they scored 63 points, and Appalachian State almost pulled off the upset. They scored 61. I believe the, uh, they went for two in the end and did not make it. Um, once again, very good that you score 63 points. Not very good that you're giving up 61, which could help the Panthers. If they get the pass game going a little bit and they get that run just really pounding it and controlling the clock and controlling the game pace, well, it may be hard for North Carolina to do because if your offense is not on the field, a lot of times it's pretty hard to score. Your defense could, but it's harder to score. Uh, I think our defense can do a lot to stymie the things that Drake May and others are going to try to do. Here's some things about Drake May. So far in two games, 
He has thrown for 646 yards. He has thrown for nine touchdowns. And he has thrown a whopping zero interceptions. He is uh, he's a freshman, by the way. He is a freshman. He has also rushed for, uh, he rushed for 131 yards last week. So he's not afraid to uh, take off. Other runners we need to watch out for. You've got Amari and Hampton, who had 22 carries for 118 yards and three scores last week. He's a guy we got to keep. We got to keep Amari on uh, in front of us. Also, Caleb Hood, the sophomore, he had 10 carries for 98 yards. And uh, they also have a three-headed attack because George Petaway. The freshman of Suffolk, Virginia, had 10 carries for 85 yards and two touchdowns. They had six on the ground. Now, I do not think Georgia State's defense is going to allow even even more than two rushing touchdowns, unless it's just you know bad field position or something. But uh, I feel real good about our defensive chances of of shutting down and stopping a lot of the rushing attack. Now, on the receiving end. They had two different receivers in Nesbitt and J.J. Jones, who had seven catches for 100 yards. Nesbitt had two touchdowns. It was one for Jones. Uh, Pesor had nine catches for 99 yards. Downs had nine catches for 78 yards. Uh, Pesor had one touchdown and two for Downs. Blackwell, Morales, and D.J. Jones. I wonder if he's related to J.J. Jones. That would be interesting. Uh, they all had uh, a touchdown catch as well, along with uh, 50 yards or better and a handful of catches. They are not afraid to spread it out. They are not afraid to find the open guy. That is where the Quavian Whites and the Ant Lanes are going to thrive. So we're gonna we're gonna shut down the run. We're gonna encourage you to try to pass on us and see what you can do from there. And uh, I think that's very much. Something we're going to try to do. Uh, their tackle monsters are the linebackers, Eccles and Gray. Uh, Biggers does a pretty good job as well, and so does Kelly. And their back, uh, their defensive backs. Uh, Eccles also had a sack. Taylor and Rucker had them as well, along with Ritson. So their defense is pretty good. They are a swarm style defense. They very much one slows you down or tries to tackle you and the rest of them converge and they try to make it more of a team effort. Uh, something Georgia state does pretty good as well. This is going to be uh, an interesting matchup right now. According to ESPN, it's about 75, 25 is the way people are picking that UNC is going to win, but they're only favored by seven. Georgia state can very much win this game. How can they win this game? Well, here's my keys to victory. Establish the run early and really control the clock and the momentum of this game. Control the pace. Number two, let's eliminate the mental mistakes. Uh, especially, let's not have a punt blocked. That's, that's something there. Let's not have a punt blocked this time around. Okay? Because Michael... Hayes is doing the punting, he is doing the place kicking, and he is doing kickoffs. And that is a lot to ask of anybody. Even in the NFL, they split up where you usually only have two of those. 
that's a lot to ask. I'm not saying he can't do it. But if he's already worrying about two other aspects of the game, let's try to make punting, which is what his he was originally scheduled to do, just do, just punt. Let's try to, to make sure that is the strong point, the way it used to be, because he's an exceptional punter. Let's take some pressure off of him. And then number three, let's get Darren comfortable in the pocket. Let's give him some uh, small screen passes, some small slants to get his confidence, to, to re remind him that he's a great quarterback. And then let's take some shots down the field because I think the run game and some of those short slants are going to open up those opportunities. So establish the run, eliminate mental mistakes, Sidebar of that one, let's not have a punt blocked. And third, let's get Darren comfortable and remind him that he's a great quarterback and uh, that he can make those throws. So uh, once he gets comfortable, he'll be firing down to uh, Jabari Thrash and others. Uh, once again, 12 noon kickoff ESPNU. If you are so inclined, you should because not only are the tickets affordable, it's one of the best tickets in town. Come see this game. This game is going to be at Center Park Stadium. It's the old Turner Field. You guys know where it is. Parking is, is really easy. All the parking lots and areas are right next to the stadium, same way it was with the Braves. Come down early, tailgate, have fun. And uh, if you run into me in there, hey, by all means, stop. We'll take a selfie. It works this way at any event. We'll take a selfie. You post on social media. You tag us in it. And uh, we'll send you some swag. But... There's my keys to victory. This has been Georgia, Georgia State Panther Zone. Uh, I really look forward to this game. It's so great to be back. I, I look forward to, uh, to Georgia State as one of the uh, longest and uh, more fun things that I cover. Uh, and it's it's just that time. It's it's time for football, guys. And the home opener is here. Hope to see you guys all there. This has been GSU Panther Zone. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go Panthers.